and the next morning when I wo- woke up, right, it was like thirty plus dollars. I'm like, oh my god, I'm fucked, <laughs> right? Yeah, so uh, essentially, I know that I was liquidator already, lah. Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of Chain Debrief Podcast, the podcast about all things cryptocurrencies. And we can't be the podcast about all things cryptocurrencies if we do not talk about the main topic on everyone's minds at the moment, which is what is going on with Luna and Terra USD. Today, I am joined by my two colleagues. You know and love him from the communities on both Telegram and Discord. It's Jackie Yap. And also Z, if you uh, if you follow us on Twitter, he's basically the main content creator on the Chain Debrief Twitter page. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. First thoughts about what is going on with Luna and USD, Jackie. I think it's more of a death spiral right now. Is essentially what's happening, lah. And I think it started two days ago, yesterday morning. I still remember um, the night before, which was uh, Monday night when I went to sleep. Right, it was sixty plus dollars. Still okay. And then, um, uh, and the next morning when I wo- woke up, right, it was like thirty plus dollars. I'm like, oh my god, I'm fucked, <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh, essentially, I know that I was liquidated already, lah. Um, some background. I actually borrowed some money on Anchor Protocol. I collateralized most of my Luna, all of my Luna on Anchor Protocol, and then my liquidation price was at thirty plus dollars. Oh and no! I thought that hey, okay, I know that it was going down. In my head, it was like, okay, I think it will go down by 20% per day. Even if it's 20%, right, then it's like, what, 40 plus $50? I can still maybe pay back the loan. It's not like I don't have the money, lah, right? Uh, it's just that I borrow it, and then I go and play other stuff, and then I go and try to earn uh, on Anchor Protocol, right? The 20%, right? Yeah. Then there was no warning. When I woke up, it was like minus 50%. I, I know. So essentially what really happened was that a lot of people would have collateralized their Luna, borrowed stablecoin to earn the 20%. What happened was that when there was a de-pegging and everyone was then lost confidence in the pack, uh, there was some attack la, which I think Z will be able to share mm. a little bit more on what, what, was, what was the theory circulating around, right? Um, but essentially, um, when the de-peg happened and then more people were trying to uh, sell and then after that they couldn't essentially more people got liquidated and then uh, trying to maintain the pack and then everyone just got liquidated and I mm. think the problem was that the whole system was congested so I wanted to repay back the loan but I was selling a little bit of my other assets to try to save the, the balance of my Luna right and then I, I sold some to get some UST which now is shit ready right to try to <laughs> pay the loan but then it couldn't the whole transfer took about six hours at the same time I was continuing to be liquidated and I think the same happens for everyone that everyone was trying to repay but their loan it's just two clicks on it so you just need to withdraw money from your uh, from the earn feature right and then repay back but everyone couldn't because the network was congested nobody wants to buy the UST there was there was liquidity issue and then it forced the whole anchor to keep on liquidating and as more anchor liquidate all of the Luna then Luna price keep on crashing again and again because it was forced selling I didn't want to sell my Luna you know mm. and because of anchors it was a very big wick la, you know from from 50 plus dollars 40 plus dollars to 30 plus dollars right it was very very quick everything was like magnified by the whole anchor protocol liquidation thing um, 
and it's still happening right now lah. I think there were some stats um so like CoinDesk reported uh about I think when we when we started on the weekend Anchor had about 13 billion dollars worth of USD deposits. Um mm-hmm. so these are like TVLs, right? And then that dropped to about 6 billion so about half of it uh was was withdrawn um over the weekend. But yeah, like, I think like Jackie mentioned Z like I think there are a couple of speculations going around about what exactly is happening. Again, these are speculations. Nothing has been confirmed. Um but what is currently being said about what has happened? Let's go back to uh how the USD Luna pack works. Uh For those that don't really know lah, so basically, right, uh, Luna, the Luna is packed to its stablecoin, which is called UST, and how UST works is basically, uh, it works differently from other stablecoins lah, like USDC, USDT, who are all actually uh backed by real world treasury assets. UST is actually backed by algorithmically onto the Luna price itself. So how it works is basically the system relies on people traders burning or creating Luna and or UST to maintain the pack. So every time a USD token is minted, an equivalent uh, like one dollar in Luna is also burned lah, and also vice versa. So basically, whenever it depacks, let's say one USD equals to one point zero one Luna, there's like an arbitrage opportunity there. In a proper market, people actually arbitrage it lah, and then the price will go back one to one. So it's packed. Yeah, people are incentivized in that sense. Yeah, correct. So I think right now, uh, the issue is that uh, there's rumors going around that. People actually, someone or some parties, actually manipulated the market to a point that the pack doesn't really hold. Even if there's are people trying to arbitrage it, right, it still doesn't go back to the one to one pack. Yeah. So right now, I think like UST is, I think at of this point of the podcast is like thirty cents. They're supposed to be one dollar. Uh, one of the rumors that people actually are talking about is uh, it might be uh, an attack from Justin Sun. So if you guys don't know, Justin Sun is a uh, Tron's co-founder, Tron is another blockchain. They were like started off, I think, back in the early early years of like crypto scene, lah, like 2017, 2016, around there. They they weren't really that popular, but then I think recently, a few weeks ago, they announced that they are gonna come up with their own algorithmic stablecoin, USDD. So basically, the mechanics how it works exactly the same as UST on Terra, and people are speculating that uh, okay, since they are like. They have the same mechanics. They are actually a direct competitor to Luna and USD itself, and I think some people actually they went to uh do some digging. They uh they speculate lah that Justin Sun was actually one of the people that actually caused this whole crash because I think before before this whole crash happened, like Justin Sun actually tweeted that he's gonna buy some USD. Yeah, so people speculate that he bought the USD. He bought this very very large amount of USD, uh, just so he can dump it and cause this whole death spiral to happen. As you all know, like UST, they offer like twenty percent APYs, uh, APY on Anchor, around twenty percent lah. So I think one thing, uh, which Tron came up with also, they they decided to offer a thirty percent APY on their stablecoin USDD. So which uh, even strengthens the case of uh Justin Sun being a probable uh cause of the whole the whole event lah. And I think uh on the other on the other side of the scale, uh, there was also another rumor going on that uh. Citadel, correct me if I'm wrong. It's a very big fund, which uh in previous uh years the probable cause of many many similar events like for example the Robin Hood uh GameStop fiasco everything that happened people speculate that Citadel was behind it and also right now I mean uh there are rumors coming out where they say Citadel also caused this whole Luna liquidation event. So there's this trade on Reddit uh going around they they basically just uh listed out the whole all the steps which Citadel took to. Uh, cause this whole event lah. So basically, they speculate that Citadel they borrowed a uh, hundred thousand Bitcoin, 
and then uh, they traded like a quarter of it for UST, and then after that they open a short. They open a short and they straight straight away they just dump BTC. So when BTC price dropped to almost around thirty k, they started dumping UST to make the pack between UST and Duna like uh, make it the la basically. Then after that, like since it depacked, Dokon, uh, they have to repack it, and the only way they can repack it is uh, sell their BTC reserves. After selling BTC reserves, BTC dropped even further. Then throughout the whole throughout the whole stage, Citadel was just shorting, shorting everything. And then when uh, the pack started to recover, they closed the short and then they long back. So they're just riding all the waves. They're riding everything all the way and just profiting the whole way while everyone's just losing money lah in a sense. Yeah, it's crazy. And so now, like you mentioned, I think it's um, USD is hovering about 30 to 40 cents at the time of filming. Luna in itself is going from about 4 to $5, which is crazy given that it was about $100 just a couple of weeks ago. So I think a lot of people have lost a lot of value in their portfolio just by holding a loan. While like Jackie kind of alluded to, a lot of people are also kind of leveraging off the Anchor Protocol lending system. How about you yourself? Like, have you been liquidated as, as well? Uh, yeah, so I think... Uh I didn't really borrow funds from Anchor uh, like Jackie did. I think I did even more degen strat. La. So I just did futures. Wow. So what I did was uh, I long Luna. Because uh, I think general consensus is that people don't really, like people don't dare to short Luna because Luna was so strong, community so strong, yeah. so like very capable. So when Luna dipped to like $60, I longed it. And now I just got liquidated. <laughs> How it happened was that uh, whenever I do futures, uh, I set a cap uh, for my account. Then uh, the cap is $500. So uh, basically build this account up to like, I think 5,000 USD. Then with that whole account, I leverage long Luna. Then now it's gone to zero. Oh my goodness. Bye bye 5k. Bye bye 5k. Um, for, for me, so I, I mainly have been holding Luna. Um, and I think seeing from its all-time highs till now, I think I've lost about about 60% value of my portfolio, which is like crazy. La. And uh, I mean, portfolio from, from my original capital. So like, I think a lot of people are in the same boat also. Um, I think people in this region have been quite like fairly bullish on Luna. Um, a lot of people I know bought at 30. I know a lot of people bought at 50. Um, and, so, and so I think something that a lot of people are trying to get to grips right now is that we've seen... We've seen bear markets, we've seen crypto winters, but these are like losses that no one has really experienced before. And given that both of you have been in the space for a while, like what is your current sentiments and emotions that are kind of just going through your mind seeing these kind of losses at the moment? Uh, Jackie? Well, I mean, for me, it's actually there's also opportunity. Yes, I got liquidated. And actually, I'm, I was just telling Z and, and uh, the other, our other colleagues, right, that actually i'm quite glad that we've been through this you know i think we're relatively young and um, the space is still new and we're still very very early the other way to look at it right is that if luna continue building all of the developers continue to build the luna ecosystem right right now what three dollars at its peak it's hundred dollars so it's like a 33x mm. that's another way to look at it right every, every crisis there's opportunity also that's one um second is also i feel like uh, on a macro perspective, you know, we have been talking about this for February. Uh, things are really, really bad, and I did not expect this to happen at all. And this is a completely new thing that I feel like. Mm, okay, now we've been through this already. How do we come out of this stronger? How do we learn from this? For me, is okay if Euphoria 
becomes very intense, that's probably a top signal. I mean, right now, on hindsight, it's very, very easy to say, ma, right? Mm. And for the longest time, you know, there's also saying that it's an open secret that, you know, Anchor Protocol is a Ponzi scheme. We, we have to wait for, um, you know, Luna to top up the uh, interest rate, uh, the 20% interest rate. I think it's an open secret also. Um, and the stuff that they're doing is also... You know, it can be borderline Ponzi. Uh, it has to be sustained by people coming to the ecosystem, lah, right? Yeah. And I think on hindsight, you know, these are the signs that uh, it was right in front of us, and we choose to ignore it because we are blinded by oh, wow, we're gonna make the a lot of money and the greeds and gains, right? Yeah. So I think these are the lessons that we need to learn. This liquidation thing also taught me a lot about hey, you know, all those layer ones, right? That we are all very, very bullish on. Actually, when it mattered. It couldn't deliver. Yeah, the the same with Phantom. Yeah, so the same thing I mentioned in one of the previous podcasts, right? I, I'm losing my confidence in Phantom. I'm still holding it because it's same as I'm holding Luna. Dude, I got no back already, right? So, Phantom, same thing. When it mattered, I couldn't execute the transaction to basically withdraw my money. Luna, yesterday when the liquidation started, when I was liquidated, I had some loan that I wanted to pay back so that I can save the remaining Luna, lah. But I couldn't repay it back, mm. even though I could, right? So then I'm thinking like, ah, uh, okay, then ETH right now, relatively okay. Is it now everyone's going back to ETH? So then it's just, uh, you know, I have to rethink about all of this layer one stuff again, right? Um, so I think that's something that I'm taking away uh, from, you know, like all of the hot new... Uh, layer ones, they say they can sustain all of the different por- uh, transaction volume. When it mattered, it, they couldn't, right? Mm. So I think that's something that all of us really have to think about. And, you know, yes, investing is investing, you know, uh, technically, fundamentally, all of them should be able to sustain. But then practically, it couldn't. La. So I think that's something that I took away uh, from in terms of the layer ones. Um, in terms of liquidation and uh, leverage, that's a learning point for me as well. Ultimately, if we scope back, all of these are just paper gains and loss, la, right? So I, I, I really believe that five years later, right, it cannot be all of the progress that we have made over the last one year, three years, five years, right, is going down to zero. Impossible. Mm. Now, I also posted on the group, right, uh, on the Telegram group, right, I say like, Amazon, at one point during the dot-com bubble, uh, burst, right, the drawdown for Amazon was negative 80% over two years. Yeah. But I mean, Luna drawdown now negative 90% in two days. La. So, I mean, intense. La. But Amazon, the, one of the best performing countries returning uh, US equity, right? Drawdown negative 80% over two years, after which they would go up plus 4,000% or plus 3,000 plus percent over the next decade, right? So... I think, you know, everything is, you know, how you scope this. And I, I really believe that over the next five years cannot be, I, I mean, <laughs> one of our readers actually tell us, I cannot really always say cannot lah, but it's just very hard to believe that the progress that we've made in a decentralized world will go to zero lah. Yeah. Um, and we just have to learn from this lah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a great point that you mentioned, right? That I think, we always talk about that we, we were still early and I think we are still relatively early in the space and I think it's a good lesson for us to kind of have this kind of crash now better than like later so that you know when the space kind of matures also we'll always come back to these instances as with like all the other instances as well to kind of go okay you know these are certain lessons that we need to make sure that we are not overly like pushing our, our money in spaces that are a little bit too risky we kind of now know what that risk looks like 
because we always, we always knew the risk existed theoretically, but now we kind of know why it looks like realistically as well. Before moving on from the topic, I just wanted to go down the, the route of like what actual efforts are being taken um, to kind of like stabilize the coin and like, Z, you monitoring like the Twitter space at the moment, what is Dokon kind of saying at the moment or is he saying anything at all? Yeah, I think so when uh, the crash first started, right? So Luna actually, they have uh, this uh, foundation called the Luna Foundation Guard. LFG. So basically, they s- yes, LFG. So uh, purpose of that is mainly to try to support Luna, the entire Luna ecosystem. So let's say whenever any of the, those sort of like de-pegging happens, right? Then they actually use the funds from LFG to maintain the pack. But then, I mean, since now, uh, after the first, the first crash happened, I think they actually used up uh, almost all their reserves already. Mm. So I think they, they mentioned they will issue 1.5 billion in loans denominated in like Bitcoin, UST to stabilize the pack. But then I think now, right, so at this point in time, I think they're like almost empty already. Like, can't remember from the top of my head, la, but LFG is basically empty almost. And uh, I think right now, they are actually at the point of filming, they're actually coming up with an announcement, I think in basically in the next few hours. So not sure what 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 Dokon's gonna announce, but everyone's expecting something, and but I think it's, I I mean even with an announcement, it's still pretty hard for Luna to climb back up to their original levels of like hundred dollars, maybe but. even fifty like, for that matter. Yeah, yeah it's pretty hard because like, now they are really getting like stomped to the ground by markets. To be honest, I don't expect much from the announcement because if they want to build back, it's still gonna take a lot of time for them to climb back up to their original levels. Uh. Yeah, I, th- I think as a, like, as a time of filming again, like monitoring the news, I think there was news that uh, LFG is trying to raise about a billion dollars to try and re-peg the, the UST. Uh, but again, like you mentioned, I think it's going to take a lot of work, uh, especially when the markets are kind of um, pushing some downward pressure on, on both UST and Luna at the moment. Uh. Um, so I think what, what I want to move on to right now is that Luna is cheap. Right, it's four dollars, and when the price went down, quite a lot of people actually came to me and said, "Hey, then, uh, should I buy? I I know what's going on. I know it's super risky, but highs of hundred, right? Isn't it super cheap to buy into it right now?" And to me, it w- usually it would be a quite easy yes, but given the risk at the moment, I think it could easily go down to zero. So and so, if if someone were to ask you the question right now, is it time to buy Luna? What are kind of your responses at the moment, uh, Z? Okay, so I actually bought Duna when it crashed, but I bought at thirty dollars. <laughs> okay, uh, safe to say I didn't all in lah. So I actually bought at thirty dollars. Then I actually wanted to DCA even more, uh, if it does go down. And I mean now it's at like four five dollars. Um, I mean I still have stables. So this entire like bear market, right? Uh, not not counting the Luna crash, already expecting it. Like from a macro perspective, like US like. U.S. equities, U.S. the U.S. government itself, they actually plan to do like quantitative quantitative tightening. They are gonna empty their balance sheet, so interest rates are going up. I already expected that bear markets gonna happen, but then for this specific Luna case, very very unexpected. So I bought at thirty dollars. I held most of my funds in U.S.T. So I bought Luna at thirty dollars. Then I was planning to buy more Luna as it went down, but the thing was that U.S.T. depacked. Mm. So just now it depacked until 30 cents I think then I think I, I just said screw it like I rather just try and survive than try to catch some gains so converted all my USD into USD instead and as of now uh, I don't really have any plans to enter into Luna unless it goes like some $1 la. 
then I think the re- re- the, the risk reward is like a lot better for me. La. Yeah, that makes sense. I also wanted to to add, right? Sorry, this Luna thing, right? Actually, has a lot of like implications. So I mean, I'm following some tweets on Twitter also, right? Um, uh, someone saying like you know, a lot of people really hate Doquan, not really hate lah. Don't like Doquan, Doquan, right? He has a lot of like enemies also, right? But all the exchanges all also never really help him out, like. There's no circuit breakers. There's no exchanges pausing of the exchanges, and then they are just letting everyone freely uh, sell, off sell and whatnot, yeah. which they should like because it's an open market, right? I think that's one thing. And then like this whole Luna, it dropped from like you know uh, all time high was like hundred dollars, hundred plus, right? Now it's like three dollars, like a negative ninety seven percent. Is a bit ridiculous la. And I think In terms of regulation Regulators right They will probably use this as a Use case to start regulating A lot of protocols also So there will be a lot of implication on this la. Especially since like A lot of people around the world Has been affected by the liquidation And I'm quite sure They will copy And like say like hey, Why are no one protecting us And then all the more Regulators are gonna come down, right? So this has very, very, very bad implication to the future of the decentralized world, uh. And unfortunately, it's due to I mean, it, it is due to uh, manipulation, maybe. Um, but it's just very bad, uh. And I don't think we have seen the last. I think you asked Z whether uh, you know will be, should he should we buy or whatnot, right? I again, I. Personally, I feel like it's a bit hard for Luna to go back up already because there's also another tweet that says that for for Luna or for UST to restore the pack, right? They need about they say tens of billions of dollars, and then on Anchor Protocol, actually there are about four billion dollar worth of collateral. So which I I don't know what's happening. It's actually held strongly by the price of ETH right now, mm. and the whole TVL in the whole Luna ecosystem right now, half of it, more than half of it. Was actually on Anchor Protocol, and Anchor Protocol is actually the one that is sort of like serve as a powder cake to like blow up the whole liquidation and cause everything to cascade, right? Um, and if Anchor Protocol is one of the pushing factor of what happened, what unfolded over the last two days, right? I think it's really gonna take a lot and a long time for us to see, you know. anymore Right Right now The market cap of Luna is like Less than 2 billion Right now And it's gonna continue To go down Um, So I think It's a bit tough Right now Even if Let's say we're not In a bear market Right now Which we are I think people Just lose confidence In Luna Think of it right Like how Luna Can incentivize More builders Basically giving out More grants and incentives All of these Grants and incentives Comes from uh, VCs Right, institution backing. Are VCs going to invest in Luna right now? I think a bit tough, lah. Yeah. Right, all of this happening right now, confidence will be GG already, lah. And then it's just gonna be one. Is is I think very very tough. A lot of things needs to work right for uh Terra for this to happen again, lah. But I think you know knowing what you know Terra has achieved over the last twelve months. They will be back, right? Yeah. It's just in the next one or two or three months for us to expect Luna to go back to fifty dollars is a bit unrealistic, lah. Yeah. Right. 
because not I mean the fun uh, the fundamentals the 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 fundamentals aside right, macro wise is just very bad all across, right? So I don't think anyone should buy anything right now like i feel like for luna specifically miracles are not gonna happen overnight la. jackie i just wanted to get your thoughts on something because like, you kind of mentioned about regulation right and i think this is a very important case study where you mentioned i think quite a lot of regulators are going to start um clamping down because of what has happened here um you mentioned that it's a bad thing for decentralization but could it actually be a quite a good thing for investor protection in the first place because i think you, you kind of alluded to this right in the stock market if there is a massive sell off of a particular stock there, there could be a trading hop by the stock exchange and the exchanges didn't help Luna in, in, in this instance with more protection from more regulation could this actually be a good thing for investors in the decentralization space or at least in, in the crypto space in general it's tough it, it, it's, it's hard because it, it, I mean any regulation is actually it goes against the whole ethos of like the decentralized world yeah. right yes you can actually uh, regulate the centralized world right now centralized exchange right now which is what's happening right now lah, right they uh, you know all the regulators are clamping down on your Binance or Coinbase and all those guys right but the decentralized world people will still be able to find ways for trading volume to be on the decentralized world you can't you know regulate how, how can you regulate it so i really don't know lah. so i i actually don't know how that looks like um but for sure what is going to happen right now is that regulators going to use this as a case study like see see lah. yeah yeah you're, you're the one us to regulate now you're negative Minus 97% All want to GG All can liquidated You want us to come here or not Then everyone will be like Oh okay lah You come in lah so, yeah. Which is also bad, bad right So I actually don't really know um, Regulation is good lah But 50-50 mm, on this lah I think w- where I was kind of going with that Is that You know I think More people entering the space Is kind of good for the space But there are a lot of people who kind of need that sort of protection or regulation for them to have that confidence to go in. We're thinking of people like Web2 people who haven't entered Web3 yet but are interested in investing. And sometimes it, sometimes it requires some level of regulation. I know it's kind of against the ethos of decentralization, but it may encourage more people to enter knowing that, hey, actually there's some risk protection um, available in that sense. La. Yeah, I mean... In- Theoretically, it's very good. Practically, it's very hard to execute, law. I it's my it's it's just very hard. Everyone is still trying to figure out, lah. Yeah, but I think that's that in terms of regulation, lah. Another thing that I, I I thought would be worth sharing, right? Is also I spoke to um someone and I asked him like because he was around in two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen crash. Uh, I wasn't there because I was just buying even. I don't know the whole world decentralization, decentralized world, and the layer ones and stuff like that, right? So I asked him, how is it like right now versus back in 2017-2018? And he said, the Luna liquidation feels very similar to the bottom in 2018. Okay. Uh, so that's good news. The second thing that might happen this year uh, is that Bitcoin liquidation. And what it means is basically, uh, you know, there are people, institution, basically they are longing Bitcoin. Um, and what happens is that if Bitcoin crashes below their entry point and then they don't have enough collateral and then it will just be liquidated all the way and then it will be a cascading the same thing as uh, what's happening in 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 luna la. i think if that happens i feel like that is almost certainly uh we all did uh yeah a lot of people will, will be gg but i think that is almost certainly a 
bottom already lah. Um, yeah. It will feel it will feel like hell over the place, and there's just bad news every single day. And then uh, indicators will be like one <laughs> on the scale of one to one hundred, right? So uh, this is like max max fear. Uh, right now, I think we're at eleven or ten, or which is actually very very bad already. Um, right now, it's basically for for Terra, right? It's basically stablecoin DPEG, right? Which is a very very big issue already. Um, and the next big thing that might happen is basically uh, Bitcoin liquidation um, And I think that is almost certainly a bottom already lah. Then someone tell me also like If that happens right A lot of people will fill in their buy order already also So everyone will chong in already So mm-hmm. uh, if I feel like if Bitcoin hit 25k, 20k Or even less than 20k There will be a lot of buy orders already lah. So um, so that might might happen uh. So I think just need to watch out for new buying opportunities Because these are all great price entry points That is was not available for us in the last 12 months to 18 months And all of a sudden the window will open for a short period of time For us to really accumulate for the next big bull run uh. If you still believe that the technology is here to stay uh. Yeah yeah, so going back to that point, right, like, I think what's going on with Luna at the moment is kind of triggered by a lot of mass selling. Obviously, like, maybe it started off as market manipulation, but then it triggered a lot of people mass selling uh, across the board. And if we look at a lot of institutions coming into the, the, the crypto space, buying up uh, a, a lot of, like, Bitcoin and Ethereum, right, like, hedge funds and things like that, if all it takes is one or, or a couple of hedge funds or institutions to, to suddenly decide to liquidate their positions in a particular cryptocurrencies. Isn't this a massive risk in the future for, for crypto in general? Yeah, I think uh, definitely. Like if, I mean, if, uh, okay, if you're talking about just one hedge fund doing that, might not affect the market as severely as compared to if all of them just get together yeah. and just decide to do one single mass liquidation, which I think brings back brings us back to the point just now, like, I mean, uh, regulation, yes, that even though like okay, Bitcoin, crypto in general decentralized, we definitely need regulation to protect every single party, like not only the whales lah, but also like retail investors, and I think right now what we're seeing like, uh. No, the exchanges never really step out to prevent any liquidations or whatnot. And right now, retail investors are getting burned lah. So I think mm. there needs to be a balance lah of regulation. But uh, I mean, just to protect every single party lah. If you, cause if you don't have any sort of regulation, then wheels may pay the market. Like that's a fact. Normal retail investors like us, like we don't have that much funds to move markets. And uh, we can only like just try and ride the waves, but we cannot like create the waves as like those hedge funds do lah. So uh, brings us back to a point that uh, I think that definitely is a need for regulation la, to a certain extent. Great point. Okay, so before we wrap this up, uh, Jackie, do you have any final parting thoughts in general about what has happened so far? Wow, it's okay to feel very sian. Um, uh, yeah, and I mean, if you haven't sold, um, and then you feel like, wow, what an idiot. Uh, so don't worry, because I think there's a lot of people like yourself and myself I haven't <laughs> sold anything I got liquidated um, And You know Talk to someone If you feel like Damn sad about this whole thing But know that yeah. You know we're still early And It's okay We'll make it all back And it's just a phase uh, And just zoom out To the next Five years time frame uh, Like This year I, w- I tell myself that I think one of the previous podcasts I say like The way I look at my portfolio Is basically I look at it on the 1st of January And 
end of December, right? I feel like okay, right now is I'm very far out reach in my December already. Then I'll just I fine tune my mindset, lor. I'll just like I'll take a look at my portfolio in the next five years later, lor, whatever, lah. So mm. I think um, know that you know economically we can only progress is just doesn't make sense economically macro economically to be in a slump for the next what 30 years is so if we have if we have 30 years later to retire then so be it right so we will move forward economically and macro will always improve it's just human nature to want to improve things to increase productivity to find more efficient way of improving lives and more efficient way of moving stuff and blockchain is that one technology that facilitate all of this and macro wise we're going to improve and when macro improve you will we will all look back at today and like why did I not buy more? Mm. Right? So it's okay to feel disheartened. I'm I am I'm, I'm actually coping very hard also. So um uh, you know, I'm just smoking my own copium, right? I just tell myself everything's gonna be okay and I'm just trying to like you know, brainwash myself that I uh, whatever lah, you know. So it's okay to feel sane and um but I think the worst thing to do right now is actually give up on the crypto market. Even if you stay in stablecoin, also that's fine. Don't want to invest, that's fine also. But just keep your dip a little bit of your toe into what's happening in the uh, crypto space or Web3 space over the next six months, 12 months. If you feel sane and you want to take a break, that's fine also. But don't completely give up on the space, right? Because the actual uh, companies in the world that's building real case, uh, real use cases, real utilities using the blockchain um, and they're all going to be here for, to stay la. Um, and the same thing that I tell people like Amazon in you know they draw down 80% over two years 80% and then after that they went to return 3,600% of almost 4,000% return yeah. um, over the next decade and I think uh, these are all just paper gains and loss la. I'm just trying to brainwash myself right now so so <laughs> No, no. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a great point. I think earlier also you mentioned like you know for speaking to people who were there in twenty seventeen, like look how long it took for us to actually recover and and it, we came back so much stronger, right? I think twenty seventeen to twenty twenty one where it really kind of like uh uh kind of boomed back again. That was almost four years. Uh, and so the the real important thing is to zoom out and have a little bit of perspective. The the recovery from from crypto in general probably won't take that long. Uh, to recover from your Luna position maybe will take a little bit longer. Like you say, it won't be the next three months or six months. It might take a little bit longer. Um, but I think the most important thing right now is to zoom out, have a little bit of perspective, uh, take a little bit time off if if you need to. Uh, because this is a very emotional game at the end of the day. You know, uh, when 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 you when you have something so in like personal like money uh it's so easy to get emotional about the whole thing and i think like you mentioned you know it's okay to take a bit of time off don't give up on the space entirely and um and we're all gonna make it eventually so uh thank you so much guys for watching this episode of the chain debrief podcast uh if you need to talk about it the comment section is down there full of people who are in similar positions to yourself get conversing uh we also have a telegram group uh, and you can also get conversing over there. The links are all down below. Please like, share and subscribe. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye-bye.